Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. It is the Monday after St. Louis. Don Maeta here in the office with Chase Curtis, Alex Ray, and Mike Antonovich remote. Um, dude, that was a nutty weekend. Yeah, very nutty weekend. A lot of crashes, a lot of carnage, some sketchy moments. Yeah, when you rode morning press day, yeah, AM press was what, like 10 people maybe at the most? Yeah. And you posted that picture of the rutted face. Yeah, it was. I DM'd you. I was like, is that from press? And yeah, that's like, just from the morning press. Like, it was soft. Um, you know, I think that's another reason why they do a lot of the morning press, you know, like the morning and the afternoon. It's to break the dirt in at the track, you know. like mm -hmm. You know, right when they build the track, it's still soft. The more we ride it, the more it kind of packs in a little bit. That so, was all new dirt too, right? Yeah. I mean, it felt the same. I don't know Did if it, it was all new, all new dirt, but that's typically what we usually get at, at St. Louis. Um, yeah, the transitions uh, were tight. There was a lot of talk, you know, on press day, on like in the afternoon about that quad over the tabletop, how the transition was. I mean, because we were jumping onto the tabletop off, and then, you know, like you've seen Barsha – it's freaking chain snapped, you know, because we were just all the way up there so high coming down on the top of the tabletop. It was. Well, that's what happened. Chain yeah. Chain but, but I mean, they, the track crew, they worked on it a little bit to where we could just go all the way over the table and it was much better, much better on the hands, arms, everything on the bike. Um, yeah. The whole, I mean, yeah, the track ended up being pretty good. Mm. Was the uh, whoop section all gnarly like they have been back east? Uh, See, I thought that they were going to be jumpers, but no one really jumped them all day. They just came like cupped, you know, mm. and they were they were gnarly for sure. They weren't super big, but they were big enough and cupped out enough to be very sketchy mm. and very fast. Yes. Yeah, very fast. I, you guys had such a good run into them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially like that step on off, you know, coming into the whoops. Like, shoot, man, you had a lot of speed coming into them. Do you prefer? whoops out of a corner or like an on off or a double before something set up on i prefer whoops i think out of a corner okay yeah so if you have a lot of speed coming in that makes them more sketchy right yeah a little bit because like whenever you go step on step off your suspension compresses it unloads and then you have to kind of compress it again to get that drive into the whoops you know yeah. whenever you're coming out of the corner you're pretty much already set mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of weird but yeah i i would I would prefer whoops just straight out of a corner. Mm. So uh, St. Louis was uh, Anton's home race, and, and you claimed it as your closest to home race, right? Yeah, yeah. That's and the closest one, you know, for my family. My whole family came. Who, wait, who had a bigger posse? I the feel Rays like or the Antonovich. I feel like Anton oh, might have. For, no, fucking <laughs> for sure, because I almost didn't get tickets because of A Ray's oh. ticket request. <laughs> I mean, hey man, I don't know if but it was hey, me or, no, or who you, it was, you, but no, I had a, you got it. <laughs> I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of friends, a lot of family there. A lot of people I haven't seen in years. Uh, there's actually this one guy, um, I forget his name right now, but every St. Louis he brings me a dollar. He's like, this is my yearly <laughs> sponsorship. You know, like. 
Yeah, he gives me a dollar every $1. year. One dollar. Yeah, one dollar. It's it's pretty cool. I think, you know, I've I have some really good fr- friends, a lot of really good fans out there that you know just come and support. You know, it's mm-hmm. the home race, so it was good. It seemed like it was a home race for a lot of guys. Sexton. Yeah. Uh, Brayton said it was his. Yeah, Vince Freeze only lives like yep. an hour from there. Like not even. He's in Cape Cape mm-hmm. Girardeau, so mm-hmm. I mean he's right there. Um, Dude, even Bubba a Pauly. lot of guys that guys that live here. Yeah, Bubba Pauly, uh, Young Cross, who like will claim because he lives in Edwardsville part of the year. Um, you had Lance Kobush, Michael Hicks. I mean, those guys grew up 45 minutes from downtown. So to see those two guys do what they did, Hicks as good as he did in qualifying, uh, Kobush, you know, he was top of his session in the last one. Um, that was cool. You know, St. Louis, like we've never really been this big moto city for local dudes. There's only been a handful of guys. So to see it be as, uh, good as it was in the 250 class the other night, that was really, really cool. Uh, just as a guy that grew up here. So I was pumped for those guys. Hey, Hicks Anton, you good. just you just said Cross's name. You pronounce it Yon? Yeah. <laughs> Umberto. Yeah. Umberto Baca, our guy. I heard Joan. Uh, John. He, he calls him Joanne. Joanne? And he, like, helps him what? somehow. Okay, maybe it's that. I, I, I have don't, no idea. I call him every day. I, I just know. call him John. Just say Cross. <laughs> yeah, you were call calling him, him You were calling him Cross Jump earlier. No. <laughs> In the year. <laughs> no. Yeah, or, no, that was Bubba Pauly. No, you told me you got crossed by cross. Well, everyone it over happens, there on that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a bunch of cowies cross jumping. I don't know. Yeah. I've cross jumped them too, so I mean, hey, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I caught the cross jump sequence of the year uh, on Saturday. Uh, did they catch Chase, because you were watching practice, did they catch Mitchell and Varese go down? <laughs> yeah, they did. They oh, did. Wow. And, and Brown was not happy. From, <laughs> I got that thing from head on. And. <laughs> It was a big dog. Oh, how Mitchell like saved it as good as he did because he rode that crash out for like three jumps. Oh wow, where was yeah. it at? Down the long rhythm Before lane, the... off oh, the start with goodness. the entire pack behind them. They were one two. Oh my goodness! It couldn't have been worse yeah. than the Jet Forkner one. Well, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Who crossed two? Varese crossed Varese. Oldenburg. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you got to do a lot for Oldenburg to be that angry. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, and Varese, like, I, I got to give him props. I mean, he's riding well, but, dude, he has had some slams <laughs> yeah. this year. And he keeps yeah. getting yeah. up. He keeps yeah. getting up, which is good. Yeah, he he uh, he didn't have much time to prepare for the season. No, no he, he, dislocated his, his, yeah. he dislocated his wrist. His dis- oh, yeah. Yeah. I know that is not fun. <laughs> not fun. Hey, A-Ray, I like that warm-up technique you do on your wrists. That Dude. was cool. Off the exhaust, that was yeah. cool. Well, so, like, the first main event, uh, it wasn't warm at all. Like, it was kind of giving me fits. I'm like, damn, like, I can't really hang on that well. I crashed, like, twice in the wo- or in the sand. And, like, I just – I don't know. Like, someone else was riding my bike that first main. So, like, the second main, like, I don't know. I warmed this thing up, like, hot. Like, I pretty well, you much – put your my, wrist behind the – Yeah, dude. I was holding my bike pretty much, like – just like yeah. yeah i was ready for my glove to catch on fire i'm like dude i'm gonna get this thing warm and then it it honestly it felt so much better after i did that so i really? did that for the third main too but it's obviously very very sore to you know yesterday and today like can't even move the damn thing really so it sucks but i don't know i gotta do what i gotta do a few more races left hey that's a cute gold uh bracelet yeah my dad got it for me for my birthday yeah? Yeah, it matches like my it. necklace that he got me too. Oh, nice. Dude, big big gold guy. I thought maybe it was like, shop. Yeah. I thought maybe it was something to do with Samantha. No. No, my dad got it for me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
I thought I was going crazy because I was picturing Varees and an incident, and I immediately pictured Brown. But that did happen, right? That was just the main event, first main event, right? Mm-hmm. That's where Brown's bike broke the first yeah, time. Yeah, right? right there. Yeah, what broke on his bike? So it, it said something about TPS. Yeah, it got into all the wiring, I think. It looked like but it so Anton, switch. why would they that not just lame. grab the backup bike for the second moto rather than risk? Because not everybody's been building backup bikes. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's funny that so many teams like fought for that so heavy. Yep. But then there's a lot of teams that really aren't like going through the effort. I can't remember if. They so he did tried or not. to line up on the restart with the. Repaired bike? He repaired. It was repaired, but it wasn't repaired, yeah. And oh, so we had yeah. the same problem in the second main event. But they had a spare bike for him. They did? Yeah, they did. But. No, I like, thought they didn't let him race because he left the time. Well, that was after the restart. His okay. bike broke off the second start, and then he, he left the to, tunnel. To go get his spare bike. And then it flagged. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he left the tunnel. Mm-hmm. See, in the, in the spare bike's only good, I guess, for, like, say, if you have an issue on the sight lap. Oh, okay. You swap it out right yeah, there. Yeah. Damn. That's a bummer. So it's like a whole deal. Like in the third main, like I, I noticed that like Barsha, Eli, all those guys had their spare bike in the tunnel. Okay. In the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Oh. So like if you break your bike in the second main, you can't ride your spare bike in the third main? Yeah, you, you can. can. Yeah, you can. But I'm saying is like you can only change your to your spare bike like you can't change it after the gate drops. Say if you uh-huh. have an issue on the first lap, you can't just go into the tunnel and get your other bike and then, oh, and then okay, finish yeah. the race on the second bike. You know what I mean? And if then, your bike yeah, breaks yeah, in that race, you, you have to like, you have to. You're done for that race. Yeah. You can race the yeah, spare bike it, for the next one. Yeah, it's like once that bike is in the grid, that's the yep. one you're on. Like mm-hmm. once it, once you line up on that thing during the like before the sight lap, that's the one you're on. Right. Yeah. Mm. I guess maybe they use the same bike just to save. Some workload, not having to it wash and go through two bikes, I guess. I don't know. It was weird because that crash happened right in front of me. Right. You know, I saw him, like, I saw them hit, like, him and Varese come together and then him go over the berm, and then he just started whacking the throttle, and it wasn't, like, wasn't doing anything. And I was like, well, that's weird. Like, didn't seem like it did that much. You know, like it's whacking not like. the throttle, like, hitting the throttle or whacking it? Like, trying place? to, like, give it gas to, like, get it to go, and you could just tell that the bike, like, the engine wasn't oh. running. And I was just like, man, that's really weird because, like, did he just bust something in the engine? Like, is this a catastrophic thing or is this, like, a wiring thing? Hmm. But he immediately knew because he was pretty mad at Josh, too, it looked like. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, it was weird because he just rolled over the back of that berm and then just tried to, like, flip the throttle and it wasn't doing anything at all. Hmm. Damn. Hmm. Really weird. So, uh, there's so many crashes to talk about. Yeah, I, I guess I guess first, dude, Anton, I I was completely oblivious to the, to the fact that that was R.J. Hampshire's first win, <laughs> and we were ta- Chase and I were talking on our mountain bike ride this morning. He thought the same. Yeah, Mike, first win in Supercross. That was his first ever Supercross win. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Too. Yeah, that's why he was so emotional about it. It's like, oh, I thought that was just his first win of like the, the year. Wow, yeah. dude. Wow. Yeah, I thought RJ's won these things. <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was, you know, I was looking at Instagram and Supercross online or whatever their account is. It said first Supercross, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, they fucked up. Yeah. And then, yeah, I typed it. So I'm watching it, and they're like two laps to go. They start talking. Someone says, "This is first. This is will be his first career win." I'm like, oh, that's wrong. They just messed up. That's awkward. And then Ricky said it too, and I was like, 
oh shit, maybe this actually is. Yeah, I yeah. think he's got an outdoor. Yeah, wins. outdoor. Wins. Yeah, yeah, but never a Supercross win. So. Damn. Crazy. Yeah, wow. I I did not realize that. You know, in that third moto, um, when Phil was behind him, I was like, yeah. man, is he gonna like toss it away, and is Phil gonna get this one? Like, and I don't I don't mean that as any disrespect against RJ, and I even said that to him, like, mm-hmm. and how was your weekend? I'm like, dude, I was really wondering, you know, because he fell on the last lap of the second one, and it's yeah. just like well, we know felt... how easy it could go away. Didn't he fall like just hanging it out trying to get him? The last turn or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think he was trying and to that was a pretty tricky little washed. turn. Yeah, it was. Like, it had enough ruts in it. had enough ruts in it where it would not be, you know, easy. But you wanted to charge – like, you guys wanted to charge into it so hard, a Ray. So, yeah. You know, but, like, that was one of those races where I, I was just like, oh, yeah, no, RJ's just going to go get a win. Like, he needs a win right now because he needs to, like, validate how bad the season has gone. I had no idea that this was his first career Supercross win. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He was pretty emotional. That was yeah. that's awesome to see, though. Super cool. Yeah, even in how was your in his how was your weekend? He, you could hear his voice cracking. Yeah, he was like trembling still. Yeah. So Dude, was your was your voice cracking? Too. Asking him questions? Then no, 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 <laughs> no. I was very happy for Freckle though. Like uh, Mitchell, you know, I've I've talked with Mitchell a lot over the years, and. Uh, to see that thing come back just the way it has. Cause I think some like do the expectations were so high for him. Like I think they were legitimately thinking podiums and title shot, like right yeah. off the bat. And then for Minneapolis to go the way that it did and, you know, good to see it salvage it like this. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, that was so cool to see both of those guys, even for Chisholm. I was like really thinking like, yeah. damn, Chisholm's pumped too. Uh, you could tell that he was kind of gutted that he missed out on that podium. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if, for the listeners wanting to hear more about Oldenburg's uh, story, the show with him tomorrow is going to be pretty good. Mm. Oh, yeah, I forgot it. I forgot we even did that. Yeah, I know. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, that's perfect timing. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Chiz was fourth, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chiz was riding good all day. He qualified like second. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. The track was so much slower that second set of qualifiers. Yeah, so after the sand, they had that elevated turn, mm-hmm. and what they they kept moving the inside uh, like tough block. Mm-hmm. They kept moving it down, oh. moving it back, up, back. They didn't know where the fuck they wanted to put it. It was it was pissing me off because, like, I don't know. I feel like the rest of the track was faster, and then that one section we were losing so much time. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I didn't have a very good first practice, and then the track got slower, so I had to race the LCQ. But I mean. Like they, I think they made it a bit steeper too, mm-hmm. and then they moved that tough block back closer towards like the outside berm. I don't know. It was it was a tricky section. That that whole section right there, it looks so simple, right? But at the same time, you could lose so much time in that just one section. Yeah, pretty big bummer for Maximus not to make this show. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious if it's like maybe like his injury was yeah. a, a little bit worse than what what we thought, and he's kind of rushing back a bit. You know, you gotta like, think, but he's been riding for a while. I thought though, like I think he's been like three, four weeks on the bike now. Yeah, I think he Dude. might. Did he crash Anton in that LCQ start or something? Is that why he, he was so yeah, far back? Yeah, because his front end was pretty tweaked. Mm. So I talked to him on Friday, um, and I couldn't even use the interview because like I sounded so stupid in it. Because yeah, you're right, Chase. He's been riding for a while. Yeah. He's been riding Supercross for a while. Yeah. He never rode outdoors. I was so convinced that I saw like some social media clip of him riding at, at Paula or something, and I was like, "Yeah, dude. So you know, you didn't, you know, you did your outdoor stuff, and now you're back on Supercross." He's like, "No, I did Supercross the whole time." And I was like, 
what? And he's like, yeah, I, I've only ridden Supercross. But um, apparently there was some nerve damage that was the problem. Mm, okay. Like, so that's, I guess, been the bigger deal. But the, the uh, big thing was like hematoma was what they were talking about, right? Right. On his shoulder? Uh, or was it? Yeah. Shoulder, I Yeah, think. on his shoulder. But he said the nerve damage uh, was, like, kind of the thing that was taking so long. Like, Damn. the collarbone break and all that was healed up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm, uh, yeah. He said the nerve damage was, was what was taking so long. Um, yeah, because there was pre there was talk there. I think there was even a press release that went out that he was racing uh, the last round of the the round previous to this round. Yeah, the indie one. Right. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. yeah so crazy. that was weird. Be I mean, if you really look at how the day started at that point, uh, and that's why I wanted to get to Coster and how was your weekend? The day was pretty shit for KTM. Yeah. You know, to have that happen for Max, uh, have Cooper not there, have the Rocky Mountain team situation have have happening over there. Uh, and then, you know, there was some new parts even on that KTM bike. Like I looked at uh, some engine hangers and stuff that have been different than what they're trying. So like they're still sorting it out and everything um, to see the day kind of turn around the way that it did with RJ and, and Marvin both winning. Like, yeah, that was a big turnaround for them because it went really, really south at one point. Yeah. I know RJ was chasing chassis stuff. Did you see if they added a brace or anything? Uh, I Did didn't see that. I seen some different engine like I said, some different engine mounts, like some different designs that I hadn't noticed earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like even like on the MXGP stuff, like over in Europe, they're yeah. still going through the same stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on our guys when it's time for them to go outdoors in a few weeks. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, it's just so crazy because we all like that. <laughs> it's so I mean, nutty. we're not that speed, obviously. Right. But... Mm -hmm. I mean, we can tell, though, it's stiffer. So yeah. you got to think at their level with the amount of hours they spent on the previous chassis. It's got to be a big adjustment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so Kyle Peters crashed, I think, in Two. the second uh, main event. They had a red flag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He did have surgery on his is it his neck, right? Uh, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's had surgery. I talked to him. Um, okay. You know, I hit him up and said like, "Hey, dude, if you need anything, you know, we're close by. You know, if there's ever a race for that to have happen at, like, you know, if you can help out somebody, at least it's this one." Mm -hmm. But um. Yeah, he said he's all good. He's still just kind of coming out of it, but he didn't say anything about surgery. Uh, okay. I, yeah, he. But I'm sure that he had to. I heard what broken neck. Yeah. Hey, Ray. Yeah. I yeah. Think so yeah. So that's a bummer. Yeah, but yeah, but he's in good spirits. You know, it wasn't anything like. Wasn't it just terrible. his birthday too? Uh, I think that day. The day before. Oh god. Oh, wow. It's a bummer. It's always scary to see them bring yeah. out the, the back. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. You know, and for, for KP too, like he's really doing pretty good. Like it's cool to see what Kyle's got in his uh, career right now, being so good at arena cross and like doing pretty good in supercross. Like, you know, he could be a podium guy if things do go his way on any given night. So it's been a rough year with big crashes like that one at Daytona too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Swap. I, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, swap moto live merch in the pits, several. And then uh, there was some fans who were, uh, not stoked that you weren't there. Who? I, I I have no idea. Some guy some guy said that he was talking to you and he said that you said that you were going to be at St. Louis and you didn't show up. And it's very, kind of like our our headquarters. Very it's very bummed. Our Midwest headquarters. It's, it's, the, Anton, <laughs> it's the Anton show. And, and I told him. I told him. I know. That's that's you know he should be at the races more. Dude. That's what I told the guy. He was wearing a Swap Moto Live shirt. He was. Dude, yeah. I I gave him I a, I gave him a. Uh, a sketchy shirt, and he put it on over it. 
was his he was the his friend was the one wearing the sketchy shirt too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So now they're yeah, both wearing sketchy yeah. shirts. How did he get you that money? Uh Venmo. He was sweating it there for a minute. Venmo. Oh he did, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, he he had no cash on him. Yeah, no, Venmo, dude. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had some uh, I had some leftover merch, you know, in my gear bag, so yeah, mm-hmm. slinging it. So it was uh, funny. I walked out onto the stadium on Saturday, and like you know how they have all the banners with all the sponsors uh, around on the wall. There's this big black banner with a big red logo in the middle of it, and just this big S in there. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, look at that, a sketchy banner. I totally <laughs> thought it was like an A-Ray sketchy banner for oh, a second. Oh shit, that's badass. Dude, I was like dying laughing. I like I had to do a double take. Uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, my whole family was there. They were all in sketchy shirts. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Did they get? Did the kids get scared by the gate, A-Ray? Uh, one of them did not. The other one did, yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. The one who actually pinned it into the gate and, like, hit the gate and just Almost got stays Oh, it. dude, yeah. He freaking pinned it. The gate was up, and he just rammed it. <laughs> we just scooted him back. He was fine. But the other one, I don't know. he was a bit scared by it, and then he didn't like uh, – he doesn't like wearing a helmet yet, but we're going to work with it on him because they both got invited to Salt Lake City for the nice. Stacey Coleshot Challenge. Nice. So uh, yeah, they're gonna be at my house in Tennessee with my my dad, and they're gonna be practicing their the risk boot camp. camp. Yeah, they're gonna be yeah they're gonna, no we we got we got I mean, I think we have some risk racing gates there as well. But he's got we have a night track, so we yeah, have so an yeah, actual gate. Yeah, yeah, we have oh. actual gates and everything. So wow. they're gonna get Dude. some practice in. I know, that, but they need to practice was, on the steel grates. Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking. I don't think that they've ever done a Stasic race where they drop them. From behind the gate, I always yeah. thought they just threw the flag. Yeah. So when they had it. you guys behind the gate, I was like, "Well, that's weird." And then um, that whole setup was like killing me because those kids did not stop riding the Stay Six once they got into the track. So they had like a thirty-minute moto before the gate dropped. The batteries almost didn't even last to get them down the start. Straight <laughs> well, the away. thing, my great. my sister was full on prepared. Right, one of them had the big battery. And then my sister, she had like a spare battery in her backpack just in case. Like she was ready to go. She's full on moto mom right now. So funny, yeah. But they they were riding like the track, trying to go up the jumps, like all kinds of stuff, like in going the through sand? the tunnel. Yeah, they were. They had their own little track. What? Yeah, it was badass. They were all O'Neilled yeah. out, head to toe. Yeah, I saw that, <laughs> dude. It was sick. They were enjoying the ride for sure. I didn't know they made O'Neill gear that small. Uh, I don't know, man. I I had to make a call. They might have, you know, had to make a custom fit. For my nephews. Yeah. Who knows? It was a bit baggy, but I mean, hey, they, they'll grow into it. Okay, so it was press day. Oh, press Friday, Friday morning, I uh, I saw that you were riding as your home race or whatever. Yeah. So, I, so I started the A-Ray bonus thing again. Yeah, no, we ain't And you, you called me. No. Nope. Off. Nope. Too Take much pressure? Off. Bad luck? Yeah, line? dude, yeah. It's freaking every time you do that shit, I end up KOing myself. No, fuck that shit. I ain't, I ain't doing that no more. I'm trying to find this video of him hitting the gate. Yeah, look right here. Watch, he just pins it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so press day, McAdoo wads it, breaks his collarbone. What did he do, Anton? Does he break his collarbone or does he separate his shoulder? Because I think he <laughs> separated his shoulder. I think it was like a grade three separation. I don't think he broke his collarbone. Really? Well, well, he said collarbone on Anton's video. He says collarbone oh, he in oh, the okay. video. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's what probably he felt immediately. Yeah, so there was 
the triple into the bank turn, and then guys were trying to go three three, and then into the bridge. And I I don't know if he like got wheel spin or something. I must have just missed it. But he it was like one of the first laps of the second session that they had the two fifty guys do. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they were pinning it yet. Like they were just kind of getting going again. So, uh, yeah, I, he must have like shorted that triple because I just look up and he's he's on the ground. Um, but yeah, A Ray he walked off and and you can hear him say. The medic's like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I broke my collarbone. And Mm. you can hear it on the video as he's walking away. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he went straight to the hospital um, to get it checked out. So, like, they knew right away that there was a problem. Um, So, yeah, that was just kind of part of the eventful Friday afternoon that was going on there. That was, Mm. like, the first sign that that was going to be a pretty rough track. That and then the Barsha thing. Yeah, because uh, yeah. guys were worried. Guys were worried right away on Friday about chain snapping like that, and that was a brand new chain. It just snapped a link. Look for uh, look for St. Louis to be the last time Mitch and Pro Circuit ride press day. <laughs> After Jet oh, and yeah. that, <laughs> jeez, man. Yeah, but it sounds like um, Forkner he was ready before this weekend, but they yeah, sort they of opted just, out for him to race. Even Wednesday, I was talking to people close to him, and they were still like kind of in limbo deciding if he's flying out or not. Yeah. So so I think I think he lines up at Atlanta this weekend. Yep. For sure. So I don't think there's any any like feeling filling that McAdoo spot right now. I know Anstey was fighting for it on Saturday. After, Friday. On Friday after all that stuff was happening. So uh, That would have been sick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it it would have, but I don't really know if it in the grand scheme of things makes enough sense for yeah. Mitch to do it. You know what I mean? What is uh Anton, any word on what Max and Shane and Joey are going to do? Um, well, Shane said it was his head, and yeah. he even said that he was, like, still foggy, you know, but he and his agent were there uh, on Saturday. Um, Friday, too, for Max, like, I don't I, I don't know what he would do. I think at this point he almost, like, has to take anything, you know. Yeah. Um, which is a bummer, and there's not really any fill-in rides that are out there right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's really not. Um, and I and I I'm hearing, I don't know if it's true or not, that uh, they're gonna put Freddie on the bike for the rest of the year. Yeah, I heard that too. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If Do they even have a bike, Anton? Well, it doesn't have suspension. Well, well so I heard that's not true. Suspension. I heard that. I I heard from. The, someone on the team that the suspension was going back and then i got a call later that was the suspension company never said hey you don't need to send us the suspension just in case you guys do go racing like we'll at least give you that so you can at least try this weekend good but then nobody ended up riding Mm -hmm. um yeah the it seems like pretty much a lot of the staff guys quit um on friday morning um but then the couple guys I did talk to, they're like, I can't really say anything because I don't know what is going to happen from here and like where it goes from here. Um, but there are guys that are just like, yeah, I just I'm not going to be there anymore. Uh, there's a rumor going around that the team that like people from the team weren't allowed at 83 compound, um, which Jeez. is the place that Mark owns. You know, Chad's old place. The guy that invested in the team is the one that bought that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not true because, you know, the guys, the riders and the mechanics have been there. There was just like other people that weren't allowed to go there. But like the team had still been using the place, you yeah. know. So like that, there's a rumor that's going on out there, but that's not true. Yeah. There's just a lot of it. It's like, I mean, this really goes back all the way to to two years ago with the Bagot thing. And yeah. so many people try to like, oh, see, this is this is all because of that. Like yeah. per everything I've heard from 
heard from and like confirmed with a couple different people, people that were even involved in it. Like when Mark Rogers, the guy that invested into the team or not Mark Rogers, Mark McKenzie, not Mark Rogers. Uh, when he came into the team, the money that he initially has helped put in alleviated some of the debt that was owed for like the truck and the people that that was owed to and Blake and all of that. So like that was taken care of. This is not directly related to that. Like so many people assume it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, he never, although he had put money into it, there was never like an ownership agreement that was signed. So it's not like there's really a big, like messy legal split or anything like that. It seems like, Hey, this is just an amicable clean breakup. Like he's just going to go a separate way. Cause this thing didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Shane you know, went there though, with the intention, like if he had passed his concussion protocol, he would have raced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his bike was there. His bike yeah. was there and setting out. And then Max's wasn't. And that was on Friday. And that was like the first thing where I was like, uh Oh, and I really thought too, you know, I wonder if Max's bike will be out there because his big draw to the team was the British investor, Yep. you know? So like, that's where his loyalty, I assume would lie. Um, but apparently his bike wasn't even finished from Seattle. Like it hadn't been rebuilt yet. And then his mechanic wasn't there. Shane's mechanic is from here. Um, he grew up not far from here and we have a bunch of mutual friends, (laughs) So I was, you know, pretty sure that he would be here just to even be with his family. And I'm sure that he would probably work if given the offer. Uh, hearing the Freddie thing that he was going to maybe ride for it, I, I don't know. I, I haven't talked to Freddie. I was a little bit surprised by that, you know. Mm-hmm. But they were trying so hard at Seattle to get somebody to ride the bike there, too. Like, they have to have someone on the track to keep getting paid. Yeah. Uh, I've been told that a new title sponsor is coming, so there is an intent for the hmm. team to keep going. You know, but that was on Thursday. That was before Friday and Saturday happened. So, so I, yeah. I heard uh, the, the investor guy, he's starting his own team now. So I heard that. Yeah. So I heard that, that this was like a point of contention on Thursday where one person I was like talking to was like, no, Forrest is going to keep the team going. And then another person I talked to was like, no, Mark's going to keep the team going. And I'm like, well, one of these two guys needs to figure out who's actually going to run the team. So apparently what it is, Mark is not going to keep the team running. He has the uh, support and he has like the means that if he wanted to start his own team, he could Mm -hmm. like Rocky Mountain apparently would go with him if he wanted to start his own team. Uh, That's not saying that that's what's going to happen immediately Mm -hmm. or right now or this year even. But like if he wanted to, that sounds like he's got the means to do so. So that leaves Forrest clear to keep his team going in the way that it is. Uh, but we'll find out who the title sponsor is going to be, you know, eventually if, if it does come through. Jeez. Yeah. See, like I heard that the whole like suspension and everything, I heard that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Like that. I mean, yeah. Cause um, I think uh, I know a guy that used to work there and he said that he's like, Hey, I was one of the guys that paid for the suspension, you know, like for the team, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. I mean? they lease it, right. Yeah. That's what I heard. I have no idea. Okay. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, shoot, with everyone like that leaving, I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, I, I even heard, too, that if Shane was uh, supposed to race, um, I heard, like, through the Ballpark Village grapevine, that uh, Derek Rankin might have wrenched for him on Saturday. No way. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the Come fuck? Back. Yeah. So, do you think? Do you think when he heard everything's going down, he's just like he didn't even know. He didn't. No, he, he oh. dude. There's a lot of he, people that didn't know. Like he cut his 
all of his ties completely yeah. with that team. You know what I mean? So um, he hadn't really heard much until I think Friday, whenever he got to the track. Mm. You know. So I heard uh, the McElrath the McElrath hotel room got canceled by Butler. No way. Because I was with, uh, you know, I was with Jeff. Yep. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> and Joy called and was all freaking out because her hotel got canceled. So, dude, that's mm. kind of petty. <clears throat> it's insane. Huh? That's that's insane. That's stupid. That's what I was saying. Like if Shane passes protocol, he would have raced, right? And right. Flew the flag for the team. And then you do that because he didn't pass it. Check him out of his hotel. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff rolling around. I don't really know what's true, what to believe, but I'm sure it'll all come out soon. Um, I don't know. That's what we all said about the bagot thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> and we we don't, like, we don't know with this team. And we ain't seen him since. Yeah, yeah, right? The uh, like the big thing I keep seeing or hearing now is like, oh, see, the whole everybody was in on it. I had no idea. There are people that are like, really well connected to that team that had no idea that this thing had been going on because everybody been at the team or at the races lately. Like I had been under no suspicion that there was anything happening. And, and when everything kind of came out last week, I was like, Oh, see, that's, that's a personal thing between two people. That's not yep. like, I wonder how much truth is really there to it. Right. And then like, that's how my conversation about this whole thing started. I was like, I wonder if this is just like a personal deal between these two guys that have a history that's like, hitting a tipping point right now for whatever reason. So then when I get on the phone and start hearing about it, I'm like, Oh fuck, it's, it's not that at all. It's something else like way entirely. And, uh, yeah, I had no idea because I thought that everything was good and apparently it had not been going that good. in like maybe the last three to four weeks around Daytona on. So yeah. it's kind of weird for like force one of force enemies to break the news, like to somehow, <laughs> find out everything before it's so weird yeah i yeah i i don't know i thought even kind of the same thing i'm like man if anybody knows of course they're gonna go like there and say it true, you know true. but like i like i said dude we all have so much shit going on anyway you think that i'm really worried about like what's yeah. going on there how can you keep a tab on everything when people that like worked for the team and know or work really really closely with that team didn't even know right what was happening, you know? So yeah, it's a weird deal. Um, I, I, like I said, I'll be interested to see if Freddie was to do that, you know, and, and how much more this thing would keep going because like that, it's just so much, it's just so, so much going on for all of those guys. And like for three races, four races, you know, like who yeah. knows if that could even play out. Yeah. You never know. That might, I mean, phew. That might just be another rumor. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I like the ballpark village grapevine though. That was good, Aaron. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, so Anton, did I did I see a photo of you out and about? Yeah, I, I had to go with Kyle. Kyle had Carnow doing. He had Carnow do a keg stand. So that was cool. <laughs> oh, that's badass. So his brother usually gets a table. I think right. every year at ballpark right. village somewhere, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I bet. Yeah. Brother, they should have Kyle come out. Party. They should have Kyle come out at opening ceremonies. Yeah, Kyle knows how to party. <laughs> that dude, that dude. Dude, Kyle, one night with Kyle, I, I'm good. I had a lot of fun with Kyle, and Kyle doesn't do that that often anymore. <laughs> but wow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but when it, whenever he does do it, he does it right. He does, uh, but he does it 
right a lot. He does it quite consistently, like weekends in a row. <laughs> I came home and I got back on my computer at like three o'clock in the morning and worked for another like three hours. And he was still out texting me. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what do they do that late? Do they just go to the casino or over the bridge or where, uh, where are they going? The bridge, oh, over shit. Over the bridge to yeah. Sarge. Yeah, where the fun is. Oh, yeah. Was that place called Larry Flint's or something? Larry <laughs> No. Uh, no, that one's PT's uh, right there across the bridge. Larry's is over by Archie. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. It's hey, weird. I think I've been to both of those places. <laughs> we haven't Larry. talked about 450 racing yet. No. no There's yet. a lot to talk about this week. You know, so uh, let's take We a- missed one whole podcast. Yeah. We did. True. Let's take a quick break. Hear from our sponsors. Race Deck is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. With over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups, Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel which drastically improve bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hey everyone, it's Pierce Brown of the Troy Lee Red Bull Gas Gas team. Gas Gas motorcycles are the fun and approachable launch pad into the performance off-road motorcycle world. With a rich heritage in off-road motorcycle racing and trials competition, Gas Gas has a distinct, vibrant, and inviting style with a playful, proudly Spanish character. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Welcome back to the Kickstarter Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, 
So we're, we're getting back on track. We're going to talk about racing now, right? 450 class. Uh, Anton, you talked to Eli. Like, mm-hmm. Chase and I were riding this morning. We're like, did, did he even try in the first two mains and decided to try in the last one and wins? Or what, what was his uh, – what was his post-race breakdown? He did say that he his starts were just a little bit off, and that put him in no man's land. And then that track, like, it just it wasn't that good of racing. You know, he's like, there just really wasn't anything that he was making up there, and it just kind of went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of was in the same thing watching, like, the same thought watching the race. I'm like, man, he, he better get going. Like, you don't want to be back there in too much chaos because that's how you get, like, T-boned or landed yeah. on or something like that. Like, you need to go, you know. And like I, um, I just thought it was championship mode, you know? But yeah. Then, and then, then you last know, last main. Yeah. That last main, he really wicked it up. He and made a little change though, right? Fork change or something before the last main. Yeah. And he said he didn't want to say that that was like the whole big deal, but right. he did say like, yeah, we did that. But you know, watching them rip down the start straight away and then into that long left, um, his bike just looks so good right there. And yeah. then they would go through the long rhythm and then where there was that off camber built onto the inside, he would jump off that last single, use the off camber as the landing, go out, hit the outside rail, then hit like set it up to hit that little single into the tunnel. Like little stuff like that that he was out there doing where you're just like, oh, wow, he's on right now. Yeah. Like clear track, he's on. And Marvin did great, and Marvin was coming in, like really reeling him in there at the end. But like I was personally so glad that it was not just like Eli, like click, click, click clicking off three of them like mm-hmm. it had been lately because it would have been so boring you know it would have been so so boring to see it go that way uh to kind of see him have to to fight it out and then to see marvin put on a really good show <laughs> like that made it exciting well marvin's been on that lately week. right like, yeah a he bunch has of podiums been. in a row and uh <laughs> when he was he was gonna win the second main i was like don't do it <laughs> he has to do don't it don't do it he did the heel clicker the heel clicker came out i feel like do you think he does those like at least once a week at the practice track so he knows how to do it like what if he just brain farted i I think once you know how to spread your legs that far you know how to do it that's scary (laughs) yeah no thanks he was he was sessioning like really well on friday like throwing big whips and stuff like that like Like, in the ruts over the triple yeah dude i feel like all year his press day like He's been throwing it. Even at Anaheim's, yeah, during he's press day, he's it. tossing whips and stuff. He just looks like he's having fun on the bike this year. Maybe he's all pumped because he's going to have the summer off. Yeah. Making the most. And he's not riding on Mondays. <laughs> oh, yeah. <that's> true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, I heard that is a big deal. I heard that is a big deal for him. And yeah, they're they're traveling back uh, for some of these races on, like, Thursdays so he can ride press days on Fridays and stuff like that. But they're – They've said it's been pretty good. But, yeah, he looked good all weekend. He's looked good these last few. You know, I've kind of been having, like, thinking, like, it's going to come, it's going to come. Um, it was kind of good that it happened there because if Eli had won another one, I think it really would have put, yeah. like, a cap on everyone's excitement for the last part of the season. Mm-hmm. Ooh, real quick, I don't give props to the broadcast team too often, but they did, like, they mic'd up uh, Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. That's sick, dude. Yeah, they need to do that more often. Yeah. I love when the NFL does that. They should do that more often. It was sick. Frankie. <laughs> Frankie speaks like a foreigner. He does. Huh? At the end, he said, uh, okay, take bike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, he says, okay, take bike. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Bummer for Dino. Oh, uh, so, pretty much, like, 
he all he put it out on social. Um, had a huge laceration to his asshole. Mm-hmm. It was his hole. I don't know. If, no, I don't think it was his hole, but it was his ass. Fuck, dude. Ten Is inches it? deep. Like three Damn. surgeries already. Oh God! God. Is, okay, when he said ten inches deep on his Instagram, I'm like, okay. Your body's not ten inches thick, is it? Oh, it is. Like, I mean, or was it a ten inch long incision? I don't know, but like, I guess the nurse said that she could stick her like the whole fist. Yeah. Like, that's how deep it was. I mean, because oh. dude, I mean, if you think like, when you sit on a foot peg and like everything's moving, it uh. probably went in and it ripped. Oh, you know what fuck, I mean? dude. So, I mean, you can see on the broadcast too all of the blood, like on the on the like himself, yeah. like in his pants, like on the track and the dirt. And you got to think too. There's dirt involved in a big laceration like that. You, you could risk infection, oh, totally. all of that sort. So I'm There's sure probably that's why, some leftover lime in it. Yeah, I'm sure like that's why they probably had to get him to the hospital. Yeah, and that's scary. Later. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. That's what the first surgery was was uh, to clean out. <sighs> you know, it, you got to think like that's just like that's a sensitive area to begin with because yeah. you do have to take a shit each day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you throw like that big laceration in there like it's hard to use the bathroom like he said he's just been on his side the whole time like that has to be absolutely miserable i, so I feel nice. for that guy yeah it's mm-hmm. he's I even on some merch on friday he's on supercross only this year right no no oh he is out okay mm-hmm. no he's outdoors yeah and they're they were filming like he's the one being filmed the hardest right now for yep. a rockstar episode yeah so like this was yeah this was not good um God. It, you know, and it's it's scary for Dean too because he's had those like big bleeds before. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's gnarly so, is like you don't associate blood with a motocross crash that often. Yeah. Right? It's like snap, snap bones and yeah. broken yeah. backs and stuff. But when it's bloody, it's scary. Yeah, very scary. Yeah, and then obviously, you had I mean the the 450 Husky team like it was just a huge bad hell. Night. Yeah, it was a bad night. You had Mookie go down. I guess he just has this, he just frogged his leg real bad. Charlie he Horse? said he Dude. no, he twisted his knee is what oh, he told he did. me. Um, but he says he's okay. That's yeah. Cool. They they were scrambling to get his pants cut. Like something had a, his pants like caught and pinned down. His knee brace was stuck on his handlebar, I think. Mm. And so his pant was twisted with his knee brace. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cool how he got back on the bike and f- tried to finish the second race. Yeah, dude. But uh, that looked kind of nasty. If you watch it, like, in slow-mo, just the way his knee moves. Mm-hmm. And then uh, had two guys fall off the bridge. Uh, I don't know about the two. I don't know about the 250 class. I didn't I didn't see any of that. But uh, Benny Bloss in the second main event and then uh, Justin Rodbell in the third. Oh, my yeah. God. Benny's okay. Rodbell had a sprained ankle or something of the sort. He was all bandaged up after the race. Um did they also hit tough blocks? How did they? Or... Uh, uh, no idea. They just Cross went left. Out. They went left. And they were both in the same spot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there is a video of Benny. There, I don't. I haven't seen one of Rod Bell, but Benny has a video of him yeah. jumping off the track. Dude, mm-hmm. dude, Rod. Uh, Benny's is big. Benny's is really big. Rod Bell went by me on the medic cart, and yeah, even the crowd cheered when they saw him get up because it must have been a good one because it had people like taking notice of him. Mm. Maybe Rod Bell slipped on his barf. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, when he up. had that little kid wearing his helmet, I was just like, that kid doesn't know. Yeah, that little kid doesn't know there's bungee chunks on the inside. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nasty. So when you and Rod Bell were teammates, like that was, that's an every race thing? He uh, yeah, I mean, not every race, but most races, yeah, he would throw up. Not really much Supercross, but once outdoors came around, he was throwing up like – 
mid moto in his helmet. Like I don't know. I think it's something to do with nerves or his stomach yeah. just gets turned upside down. I don't. I don't know. He needs to get it checked out. Zacho does that. And yeah. Anton, Mitchell someone on your how was your week? Oh, Mitchell did it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mitchell said he was doing it too. See, I I get I get super this nervous weekend? like that as well. But I just piss like I piss myself. See, I get the shits when I get nervous. Like, see, whenever I get so nervous, like I get in, so in my head right before the gate drops, like right before like the LCQ or like the first main event, like I'm like I'll piss and I'll walk back out to my bike and then I'll have to piss again. You just pee your pants. So, so yeah, I just fucking piss myself. You should drop the zipper and aim to your right or your left. No, I just piss myself. Like, <laughs> dude, by the end of the night, my whole like my whole I just piss everywhere. It's <laughs> you so give those terrible. pants away to yeah, the fans. Yeah. So like I I just pack like a bunch of underwear whenever i go to a race <laughs> hey i'm being serious you need to read into the holding it thing it's supposed to be something about your blood pressure i think we've talked about this before but there's something about your blood pressure if you can hold it like under athletic thing some trainer told me this one time like some moto trainer oh what is it yeah. like good for it or bad for it yeah it's supposed to be good for it yeah shit i'd be i i try to hold it it just kind of seeps out Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I try to. It's just like a whole thing. So, Mitchell barfed while he was racing? Yeah. Before the uh, no, before the race started. Oh. Yeah. Big barf. Oh. I seen. I remember one of the first supercrosses I went to. I saw Zach go throw up. I was like, "Oh!" What's wrong and with it's him? like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not food or anything. It's just like stomach acid. Yeah. Like he like yeah. digs a hole like behind the, like the thing in the gate. He pukes in it and then he like covers it up. <laughs> yeah, like a dog. Yeah. 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 Dude, it's crazy. I seen it one time too. I was fucking, it was kind of freaky. I was like, <laughs> yeah, the only like I remember Wyndham threw up after Vegas Supercross on one twenty five class, mm-hmm. and I got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Barfing at him around those dirt rider days. Man. Um, so Mookie knee. Who else ate shit big in the four fifty class? Uh, oh, wait, 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 yeah, let's talk about the Alex on Alex crime in the turn. Okay, so pretty much, I'm going through the rhythm section, I didn't crash like 8,700 times in the sand, (laughs) I'm getting lapped, I let Hartraff by, and then like Amart, I let him, like, I'm like, okay, I see him, and then all of a sudden I hear his bike just rev, and then, dude, I'm like putting around the outside, right, like, I'm gonna let him by on the inside, no big deal, (laughs) and dude, it's just a lifeless troll body, like, just smokes the side of my bike and goes underneath it dude you have no idea the feeling it is like of a lifeless body <laughs> he was, there, was he already knocked me. out at that point yeah like yeah. he hits the ground and then like he oh. rolls into the side of my bike and just goes underneath it i'm like oh shit like dude i'm trying so hard i'm like <laughs> to get my bike off of me i thought he was seriously hurt like i thought he was dead like he hit me with a dead weight imagine have you guys ever like hit a deer on the east coast like in your car no Anton, I'm sure you have. I hit an owl. No, once. it's like it's that's like my like my big fear. Dude, I don't want to hit one. I've hit a deer before. It was like hitting a deer, like because dude, he's like he's small but he's stocky, yeah, right? Stocky, and he's yeah. he's got a lot of dude smokes the side of my bike and just like rolls underneath it. I'm like, it freaked me out. I didn't want to ride the rest of the main event. I thought like this dude was dead. Yeah. yeah. And like obviously he hit his head, I think, or something, but. I got my bike off of him as quick as possible. I'm like, oh my god, this is he snoring. Uh, did did no, you get your bike he, off? He, he he came too pretty quick. I okay. think. Did you get your bike off him by pushing it, getting off and pushing it, or did you gas it? No, I, I <laughs> no, I shut my bike off. 
I shut my bike off, rolled it back, and restarted. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, because, you know, I didn't want the pipe to burn him, you know, because he yeah. was down there in, like, a certain area, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, you should have just, like, got up and dragged him <laughs> off the track. And on the broadcast, they're all, Alex Ray lands on him. No. <laughs> I know, right? I was just putting around the outside, and yeah. homie just comes and just smokes the side of my bike and just, like, rolls underneath, like, dude. The feeling of an unconscious body oh, yeah. hitting the side of your motorcycle it's like freak you out dude Ugh. it's like someone throwing a bulldog at you that's what it and you just <laughs> dead weight yeah dead weight it was like a trust fall but like someone threw through him yeah Jesus. it was the weirdest feeling ever i'm like <sighs> i didn't want to ride the rest of the main i was freaked out i was scared i was hoping he was okay i was hoping that i didn't get in his way or mess him up you know but i looked back and I, he was pretty far away from me um but yeah, that was a scary, scary moment because yeah. I, I thought he was just coming in to lap me, and all of a sudden it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it freaked me out. Yeah. Did you talk to him yet? Uh, yeah, I talked to him after the race. Yeah. Did he did he say sorry? No, I mean he he was he was in his own little. You should tell him that you, you freaked him out. Yeah, I, know. I was like, man, it was scary. I was like, I was hoping that you know you was okay. Like I just I went over and checked on him after the main event. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, I'm a bit sore. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Jeez. I wonder if uh, they're doing a troll vlog with him all glossy-eyed again. Yeah. You know, the last one, <laughs> yeah, he was, was talking bad. to the camera. You could tell he was. He's had some bad hits this year on that 450, man. Like, it hasn't. They need to just give him his 250 in the class. Or just yeah, b- build a club 250 for him to race. And don't his tell bike anyone. is fast, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, the yellow yeah. pump's freaking oof. He said he's, he's trying to get, like, to smooth it out. Mm-hmm. Like, he still wants just, like, more mellow, modest, low end. Um yeah, I heard him, Kiefer, and Mathis. Like him and Kiefer were deep in swing arm talk the other night, oh, and I was just like, "Wow, you know, they're they're really going for everything." <laughs> um, yeah, Avery, I didn't know that he had crashed that hard until I saw the video of him into you. But wow, yeah, yeah. So pretty much, like he, his first initial hit, I think, is what kind of KO'd out. him. Yeah, and then he he just like, r- dude, he bounced into the side of my bike. And like that feeling, I, I still think about it. It just fucking gives me the EBGBs. <laughs> you're a, you're a victim. Yeah, innocent bystander. Yeah, Anton, did you watch the broadcast? No, not yet. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Dude, they just uh, now maybe maybe this was race day live, but uh, Beat just rolled up on Ramsey and straight up like asked him about Christian, Craig. Oh wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> and Ramsey's just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's oh, pretty wow. funny. But yeah, oh, he, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I haven't seen any of the TV stuff at all. Like, it was such a big race weekend. There was so yeah. much racing. I didn't see anything. Yeah. Eleventh mm-hmm. overall for my teammate Cade. He went eleven, twelve, eleven. Wow. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's riding so good. I mean, like, I'll give him credit when it's due. Yeah, I mean, I want to be beating him, whatever. But dude, like, I, you know, he's he's crushing it right now. You know, like, I mean, that's good for our team. It's good for him. Uh, everything. You know, we had. Uh, two 450s in the main event, myself and Cade, and then we also had Jeremy Hand in the lights class. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. Luke Neese, he's he's struggling a bit, but I think I think he's I think he'll be he'll get better. You know, tell him he can wear my jacket again, and he'll make me. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, A Ray, uh, how much uh, Polte catering did you guys order? For 35 people, my mom did. My mom, oh my, my mom God. did the catering. 
for the team this weekend. We mm-hmm. also got uh, pizza because some of the mechanics don't like the way that Chipotle kind of fucks her stomach up. So she got oh, some. But pizza's uh, okay. Yeah, she got she got some some pizzas <laughs> for like the truck driver and a few of the mechanics, and then some of them ate. Like Both. Jason, yeah, Jason ate some pizzas and some Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. Jason probably wise put man. beans on the pizza. <laughs> oh, I guarantee it. That's nasty. And he had like <laughs> he had like six freaking root beers with it, dude. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I came over there. I went to the HEP truck and they didn't have a lot of chips left for their Chipotle. And then I came over to your truck and there was like bags and bags and bags of chips. It was like the Chipotle factory was there. Yeah. And I was like, man, I think A-Ray might have just gotten some of their food and didn't tell them. Yeah, no, my mom, she, she went in. Like my mom, everyone was very appreciative of my mom this weekend. She went in mm-hmm. on the food. She always does. Um, so, yeah, she she did great. She did great with that. I mean, we obviously, I mean, we had the whole family there. You know what I mean? You know, she was worried about the kids being hungry, you know, them being hungry. They wanted to take care of everything. So, mm-hmm. like, hey, we'll we'll cater some food this weekend. So, took care of all of us. It was awesome. How did Hard Raft do this weekend? Uh, I think eighth. Yeah. Ripping. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's Ripping. So Dude, his kit was sick. <sighs> all red. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All red, the boots. The boots. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's badass. Hey, big news for that team. They hired Dave Cruz that used to be at Cowie. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a good pickup for them uh, that started around Seattle. And then he tested with Bogle in Florida the last couple weeks. So, yeah, that team is making a lot of good forward progress. Uh, I did an interview with Pipes for my podcast last week, and Dustin explains a lot. So it's cool to see where they're going and, like, how things are kind of um, shaping up for them. Yeah, I don't know if it's either this week or next. No, it's this week. Hot uh, Raft's supposed to be testing with Cruz. Nice. Yeah, because I think he was in Florida last week with Bogle, like you said, and then this week he'll be here with Hot Raft. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they make some headway with the bike a little bit more. It, it should be good. How about Vince? Five-star Freezy. Freezy? Yeah. He What'd beat he Brayton. He, like, caught and passed Brayton in one of the it's races. one of the races, yeah. Yeah. But I think he got – Ninth overall? Yeah, he because he had one race that was off, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Yeah, nice. he's, he's doing well. Yeah, it was a good weekend for the Moto Concepts team. It was. Then, huh? Yeah, really good. Podium. Yeah, how was that mood there, Anton, when, when uh, Freckle got on the podium? It was good. Was Genova really down good. there throwing down? Oh, yeah, no, Genova was pumped. Genova was pumped. Uh, and like we had said earlier, that's a home race for Vince, so he was riding really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Jason, like, it was Jason, Vince, Brayton, like bang, 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 right together. And I was like, whoa, dude, like Vince is going good. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like he had lucked into that one. He had done really, really well all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, even his qualifying step has been good. So it's going to be fun to watch him on the 250 these next few weeks because I think he's going to really be going for it. So what's the plan with Chiz? Is Chiz racing? I think he's time? racing 450. Is he? That's so, what I heard. And how was your weekend? He kind of – we talked for like four minutes. Like his part in how was your weekend? Four minutes itself. That, and that fucker like, loves know, to talk, it, man. Chiz <laughs> loves talking. Uh-huh. You get him on a roll, but, he won't shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there is a lot to talk about, so I, I, I appreciate it. So he was telling me that right now what they're trying to figure out is, you know – do they need him? Um, if they do have the sh- when they do have the showdown this week in Atlanta, they have two guys on star already with the West Coast guys with Christian and Nate. So you know their obligations fulfilled, and Kyle could jump on his 450. But Kyle's like, you know, 
I'm feeling really good right now, and it would just be easier if I could just keep it going. He goes, because all of these next races, like, I would alternate. Like, I would do 450 in Atlanta, and then I'd do 250 in Boston, and then I'd do 450 in Denver, and then I'd do 250 in Salt Lake City. Like, just keep me on the 250, and I won't do Denver, and, like, let's just finish this thing out, you mm-hmm. know? So he's trying to figure that out right now. Um, they should know, I would think, they tomorrow wednesday at the very very latest what they're going to do about keeping him for this weekend uh it would be a good pickup though because you know just even to have kyle there to run i wouldn't say interference but that's just more points that can be picked up in case christian needs it you know everything that you can kind of get right now not that christian needs a lot of advantages but just get the points get this thing wrapped up as quickly as you can so the next thing can happen i heard we might be looking at a mutter yeah it's an open stadium and it's raining. For oh, sure. dude. Well, it's a, a speedway. Yeah. 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 Open speedway. But... And a day race in the south. So it's kind of all the perfect storm. Shit. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of a bummer. <laughs> what time are you getting there, Anton? You getting there on Thursday night or Friday? No, Friday, Friday morning at like 8. Oh, okay. Yeah, I land at like Friday 1 a.m. So I don't know what I'm going to do about a rental car. Obviously, it's like an hour away from the the shit. So I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, Friday morning at 8, and then um, I'm staying down by the track this time and not by, this, not, not by the airport. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I'm flying home Saturday night because it's a day race. Mm-hmm. So this weekend's shootout, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who you got? Uh, Shoot. I'm going to go – shit. I'm going to go Christian. I'm going to go Christian. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go RJ, Christian, Marchbanks. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to so, be a mutter. So no jet. I don't know, dude. I don't – he worries me. He's, he's, okay. I know he's mature for his age. It just it worries me. Christian worries me too, but I don't know. Well, I I think that the 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 weakness with Jed is like sometimes just strange things happen. Right. Right. But then Christian sometimes uh, he's mentally strong this year, though. Yeah. You know, look how 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 he's bounced back from some really mm-hmm. adverse situations. That's why I would put him up yeah. there and not. Jet. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna go Thrasher. Oh shit, that's a good pick. I didn't even think about him. Mm. Yep. Yeah, he's last year. he won two two last first, year. Yeah, it's turned two his first year. Oof. Yeah, I'm going CC. Hard yeah. to beat him. I'll put Thrasher on the podium. Anton. RJ loves that stadium or that speedway though. Um, I'm excited to see this because both guys have been like talking it up. It's yeah, you know, like it's gonna be Jet and uh, Christian head to head. I think. Um, I think Jet. Hey, I, I think like especially out there if it's just like one of those things where it's a big track both of those guys are just gonna have like so much room to just do whatever they want that's gonna be so so cool to see mm-hmm. how um how big is jet's lead now 34 points oh it's huge oh it's huge. so it's bigger than christian's now right yeah damn yeah because you got to think the nearest person to him going into the night when cameron was gone was was Pierce and Pierce didn't do oh, that's right. you know much of anything like this this, this thing's over at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Shit crazy, eh? 
And it's funny because you wonder how much each guy will hang it out for the for the bragging rights thing. But, like, for sure I know Jet wants to smoke Christian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Totally. And I think Christian may be more mature yeah. and thinking championship yeah. long run. So, I don't know. But I think he wants to smoke Jet a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he wants to, like, show, like, I am the dominant guy right yeah. now because he even said that in like his seattle how was your weekend and that was like leading i mean that's two weeks out i was like wow okay he's he's really thinking that far ahead yeah yeah i think it'll be it'll be good this because you know then there's those factors like we, we didn't even mention hunter you know mm-hmm. hey yeah. one thing i wanted to ask you anton so obviously with christian getting this rock star deal that was kind of from what i thought that was rj's spot right yeah. Oof. So now there's whispers of RJ going to star next year. Did you hear that too? Uh, I hadn't heard that yet. He's probably going to have to go somewhere though. Yeah. Like I, I really think he's going to have to go somewhere because last year, I mean, middle of last summer, he didn't know where he was going, you know, mm-hmm. and that was even after like a decent year. And then he got a good ride at Southwick and then Washougal was good. And he could kind of tell things were breaking in the right direction, but then as Rocky as this year started and then how much he had been openly saying, like how he didn't get along with the bike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no way that he was going to end up staying there. I don't think. I will say Um, he gave the team and the bike a lot of praise this weekend. Yeah. When things were going. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, so that, that's kind of how it had been told to me, um, last summer, like early, late last spring, early last summer, like the grand plan was going to be for rockstar, like the future of rockstar Husky was Zach was going to kind of take on like a team mentorship role and then kind of coach RJ through with what they were going to do, like get RJ into, you know, Hey, you could be a double champion next year, like win a supercross and then contend for a, a two fifty outdoor championship. And then we'll take you to the four fifty class, like just follow the playbook that Zach's going to put out. And then, you know, you saw the good results that they got when they were working together and then it went away and then Zach leaves the brand and then Zach's coming back, but things are different at the team and all this stuff is going on. And then for RJ, you know, there was, there was thoughts that he was going to go somewhere else entirely like club last year. So I had been thinking in the last few weeks, he's probably going to be somewhere else. And like who, who would get him and where could he go? Club would be pretty good for him. Um, you know, because they've had interest in him before, but if you could ride for star, like if they're going to give you that option, you got to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey, so what about the whole hurlings to the nationals thing? Have you done any digging on that, Anton? I haven't gotten the chance to talk to Roger. That was like one of the things that I was going to ask him about on Saturday and then he got drug away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it seems more and more and more like this is, this is in the works. Yeah, um, my, you know, obviously my little Italian connection, uh, for sure. Cairoli's coming to do the first two nationals. Mm-hmm. I've and heard. We heard that through uh, Randy at. Was that the mini me? No, um, whatever race we had yeah. at State Fair. Um, but yeah, I've I've got confirmed now. Like my buddy's been tasked with finding him a place to mm-hmm. stay. I've heard they're looking for mm-hmm. gear contracts for him for out here, and then I've heard Marv's obviously not outdoors but there will be at least three maybe four bikes on the rig for outdoors damn damn that'd be sick does hurlings come spank everyone um i'm gonna say no Ooh, yeah there's a lot of factors into this like for jeffrey it's gonna be weird 
I'm gonna say no. But like all time for it to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's but gonna be. But the way like Eli is riding on that Yamaha. Mm. Yeah. No, I think we're gonna see 2016 Eli. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Hey, I, when does Ferrandis come back? He's uh, just getting ready for outdoors. Yeah, he's gonna get ready. Is he? He's not gonna no more super. Hey, I was kind of surprised. They were gonna try. Oh, they were. They were gonna try. Yeah, they he. Because I had talked to Peanut at Seattle, and I'm like, so you just waiting now? Like, you just building outdoor bikes? He's like, no, this week, like, they're coming back from France, and then um, we're going to try, you know. But the, the attempt must not have gone the way they thought it needed to. But, um, I mean, yeah, he's got a title defense to, to take care of, so mm-hmm. that's a big effort. Yeah. I was kind of surprised to see Jay Coop got on the bike before Colt. Yeah. I thought Cooper would be down for a little bit longer. But so he'll be good, all good to go first round then, huh? I assume. Yeah, he said. Uh, what he got his pins out. Though he the, he had videos of him riding already, right? Yeah. yeah. He rode on like Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Yeah. Oh wow. <clears throat> That's the big thing about the Jeffrey rumor is like, when is he going to get on the bike, and how much time does that offer him? Um, the MX Vice guys. So Lewis did an interview with Dirk Grubel which would be Jeffrey's team manager over there. And he's like, you know, they're saying may is when he should be clear again, but you know, knowing Jeffrey, it could happen in April. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like it's April, you know, uh, you give him a couple more weeks and then you'd look at how the nationals start a little bit later this year, uh, because we go one week deeper into the end of the season for supercross and then that break. So, I mean, there's, he would have a chance like he wouldn't be full tilt prep like it wouldn't be like he had done like a full boot camp but then also you got to think that our guys might be a little cooked after 17 supercross races so mm-hmm. there's a i mean like don you and i had even had this side conversation think about the bike that jeffrey's going to be on you know it's not going to be the <gasps> bitchin works K, uh, ktm he's got it's going to be more production than what yeah. he's ever probably ridden at mxgp mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be riding Dunlop stuff. I don't see them putting him on Pirelli and stuff like that. There's there's a lot of pieces in play there for, for them to make that happen, but it'll be cool if it does. I just, dude, a guy that gnarly, I don't know that's going to be that much of a detriment. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I think it's just going to be like unreal to see that kind of like, oh, he's going to do that. Because mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone, I mean, Don, maybe you can in all the years that you've been around that's just like, oh, no, this is what I'm going to do, like at the height of their talent. You know, yeah. that, that's an unbelievable thing that we're going to get to see against Eli, who's at the peak of his talent right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So Eli on the broadcast was saying he's working out, <coughs> working out an extension, mm-hmm. like one more year. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's so sick right now. Oh, yeah. Dude's riding good. Um, <laughs> I thought this was kind of some – oh, I guess not. Never mind. I, I had heard an interview last week. I forget who did it. My bad. But AC with AC – and obviously he's not coming back. It sounds like for outdoors at all. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. The his knee is going to take longer to heal. Yeah. Um, they were hoping that it was going to come together, but then I had heard around like Minneapolis, like, oh yeah, no, he's he's still pretty far off. Oh wow. Um, would be kind of crazy yeah. if this was of what? his crash in San Diego would be the last time we see him on green. That'd be nice. Yeah. So what what team does he come back with? I don't know. I think it, uh, a lot depends on where Kenny and Coop go. I feel like they're the playing cards this year. I'm I I would be surprised if Cooper leaves again. Yeah. Like I would be surprised if Cooper leaves now that he's back at like 
Alden's again and all the stuff that they're trying to do there. And then with the Kenny deal and the Fernandez <laughs> deal of like where he's going to go, uh, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's uh, questionable there. Mm-hmm. Um, with the AC thing too, I think that Cowie really likes <coughs> him. I think that they would keep him because, you know, God <coughs> what are they going to do? But yeah. then that's where the whole Zach to Cowie deal started too, was yep. they were going to need an outdoor guy. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Ray has COVID for the third time. <laughs> Is COVID still a thing? I don't know, man. I got something in my throat. <laughs> oh man. Are they are they gonna bring Adam back for some broadcast then? He's good at that. Dude, he's so good at that. It's kind of scary because you're like, don't no, don't be good at that. Because if he's good at that, then he's gonna want to go do that sooner. <laughs> we need you to race a couple more years. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so Nick's got some free time then. Yeah, unfortunately. Huh? You got okay. time to concentrate on the kids. Yeah. Vincent? Knowing McAdoo, though, McAdoo's probably going to take two weeks off. Yeah, well, he, if it's collarbone, if it's he, collarbone he played right. it and he could race the shootout. Yeah, true. I don't know. Well, what else? Oh, McAdoo's kit and press day. Anton, thoughts? <laughs> so it was red, uh, though. Was it, it was red, it huh? Orange. Or was it orange? Was it black and red or was it black uh, and orange? It looked red. Damn it. Fluorescent red. Never mind. Fire red. Withdraw my statement. <laughs> oh. Um. Antonos or not Anton? Swap owes me a set of golf clubs from Callaway. Yeah, they're coming. Oh, I can't wait. That's gonna be so. Don't worry. Sick. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the range. I think today I'm gonna go to the range and practice. I watched a little bit of the Masters yesterday, last so night good. for like the first time. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah. Hey, A-Ray. Oh, yeah. A-Ray, through the Ballpark Village grapevine, did you hear <laughs> something uh, like some kind of firearm uh, got shot outside Eli's RV? No. What? No, I did not hear this. You didn't hear that? No. Okay, I heard that rumor uh, Saturday night before I was leaving, and I was just like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. There was a point my Megan was in the pits, and she's standing by the factory Yamaha truck. And I guess a security guard had been told, like, hey, if, if this guy leaves the pit area, like, you need to escort him. You know, like, be sure you're with him. And Megan was just standing there, and Eli, like, came out and just kept walking. And the, the security guy couldn't keep up. And Megan was just like, oh. And then later in the night, I heard that, yeah, some, there was, like, maybe a gun that had gone off outside what? near where like near a where fan he or like, I mean, there's guns that go off all the time right around there. Like, not like he was trying to hurt Eli. Like, it just happened to be in the proximity. No, I'm being serious. There's, like, a shooting at night in that neighborhood. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, so, man, it's, it's not. Yeah. So I didn't know if Avery had heard that because there were some, like, factory team people that were like, oh, yeah, this just happened, like, right outside the pits. Casey yeah. Davis might know. Maybe hit him up. Yeah. yeah, that would be true. That would be true. I feel like he would have texted us, though. Mm-hmm. Was he Maybe it was him. <laughs> was he at that range? Anton, yeah, if a... you did not, uh, if you haven't uploaded it, could you possibly text me over that photo that you did uh, of the my family, family photo? Oh, the family yes. photo. Yes, please. Yeah. Thank you. Samantha in it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Wow. Hey, I heard what you were saying over there about your age when something's going to happen. I caught that. A oh, kid? yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming up. Baby news? I don't know. I'm turning 29 soon, man. It's time to freaking nut up or shut up. Mm. You know? It is. 
How old is Samantha? Fourteen? No, twenty six. <laughs> should be should be twenty seven. Should be twenty seven next month. Oh. Her and my sister. Do you see some of the pictures he puts uh, up of her? She looks like she's twelve. She does look young, yeah. yeah no, she's no, she's old. She's twenty seven. Twenty seven. She's not old, but she yeah, she does <clears> look young. Yeah. Um. What else? Did you guys see? I made it on the Bill Instagram. I did, dude. Dude, you. I screenshot it. <laughs> <laughs> screenshot crap repost. Yeah. I like the 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 artwork they do on it. The yeah, repeating it looks it all sick. Of Yeah, yeah. I, I I made it on a mountain bike post a while back. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. So we had we had the opening round of Swap Moto, Amsoil, DBK. West Coast. West Coast Open yep. yesterday at LA County. Yeah, I seen uh, all I seen on Instagram yesterday was Biggie Zoid just riding. Yeah, yeah, dude, he rode. He, he rode well yesterday. He won. He beat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he throw a whip by your face this time. No, in no, your face. No. no, he beat me because some guy stalled in front of me in the first turn, the first moto. So oh, excuses. I never, okay. I never caught right. it, but I worked. <laughs> it. I licked him okay. in the second moto. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was fun. Shout out to any of the 5,000 kids that ate shit on the vet track. I hope you're all okay. And shout out to the kid that almost killed me. Yeah. <coughs> Jesus, dude. I about shit myself yesterday. Flew up the track? Yeah, I even screamed at the air. I'm not doing this anymore. I was done. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was angry. Yeah. Um. So we did that. See, we didn't have a podcast last week. What did we do last week? We had the the edition shootout out yes. of Korea. Yeah, I didn't we, make it. We My tried to get you canceled. out to come hang out. Yeah, I was in I was in Kentucky all weekend. In Making Pound babies. Town? Pound Town, Kentucky. Yeah. No, no, just Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Waiting till marriage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On that note, the podcast is going south. We're gonna uh, turn the recorder off and get on with our week. Everyone out there, have a great week, and we'll talk to you after. Atlanta. Noise. Good luck in the mud, buddy. Yep. When the Red River flows, take the dirt road. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Blood or mud, we're going to ride tonight. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.